You're listening to the Creepy Kingdom Podcast Network, covering and creating all things creepy. Visit creepykingdom.com to get access to all of our articles, videos, and podcasts. Join our Patreon for exclusive content. Patreon.com slash creepykingdom. And welcome to another episode of Stay Haunted. I'm Sarah, and I'm here with my fabulous partner in crime, Ashley. Hi. And (laughs) we're here to talk about some haunts in the Southern California region. Yay. And actually two of our very favorites. So we're going to get started with Creep LA. Tell you all about that. That is Probably one of our very top favorites. And then after that, we're going to talk about Knott's Scary Farm. Are you ready? Ready for a treat. Are you ready for a treat, guys? Okay. Creep away. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> Ashley, why don't you why don't you show um, everyone our little souvenir from, from the event? You oh, see yes. a pretty friend. Well, do a little, little high. Wait, wait, hold on here. I'll take I'll take you okay. away for a second. Oh, so Ashley's gonna show us what we got at the event because it was really cool. Look at you, Miss Sultry Lips. <laughs> hey guys. Hey guys. Everyone looking at you. <laughs> so they've done this in the past before where they had something where didn't we have to stay quiet? I can't remember if we had to stay quiet or be blindfolded. But stay quiet. And we had to put that around our faces, right? That Remember the other bandana we had? I can't remember because we've also been blindfolded. In yeah. So I'm like, were we just blindfolded or were we blindfolded and like such things? <laughs> but they've done it in the past before where they, I can't remember which one it was. I think it was for Lore. And they blindfolded us or covered our faces or whatever. And we got to keep these cool little creep bandanas. So we were really excited when they gave us creep masks. And they had all kinds of different faces. We got, I think we got the coolest ones. We both got the the little lips. The coolest Yeah. And they were like little jaggedy teeth ones. I love when they do that kind of stuff. That's like something you could take home with you that you could use throughout the show. Yeah. They're always, they're always thinking of the coolest things like, to incorporate things into their show so you don't notice, but also to make it fun for the fans and the audience yeah. intending to take home. Because by giving everyone a different mask, each group is easily identifiable of, oh, this is this time slot. This is this time slot for them. But for us, we're like, we get this sexy. We're so cute. Look, we're like the cute. <laughs> and it's keeping everyone safe in case you I know. have a mask. And another great thing about Creep LA, which is put on by JFI Productions, we absolutely adore them and everything they do is just mind-blowing, but they are also requiring vaccination, um, record of vaccination to attend the show, uh, and with a handful of exceptions that would still need a negative COVID test. So I felt um, like they took 
they're taking the pandemic seriously and I felt safe there. And I liked that we, you know, we were masks on the whole time unless we were, um, there was one place you could take photos without a mask and you weren't right next to anyone. And then if you were having a drink. So that was nice. Yeah. I will and say. Ever been to one of their events before, you'll know just it's it's not the same if you can't get intimate with the creeps. So it, I'd rather have a COVID safety and be able to be a little bit more intimate than be worried about being socially distant. Yeah, it, it was worth the extra. I feel like it's worth the extra protocols in place to still get as true to like a real creep production as possible. So, and I felt like it really felt like that. And even the masks that people were wearing didn't seem, they didn't really just, well, at this point, masks don't really distract me anymore because everyone's <laughs> wearing them all the time, but it didn't feel like it was distracting from the event. So anyway, this one is, yeah, Creep LA. It's at the Ghost Light in Los Angeles, which is actually the Three of Clubs. And they've taken it over and made it into like an immersive club. They're going to have different types of performers there and different events. And the one that they're opening up with was, is Creep LA. And it's a 75 minute about uh, pre-show and show. So, I mean, it's really well, like the ticket price was a little higher this year. It felt like, well, at least than versus like earlier years of the event, but you're getting like over an hour of like solid like showtime. It's not just, you're not just waiting around. They never have you just waiting in a way, in a place that's like boring and unthemed. <laughs> so. A hundred percent. And, you know, like Sarah mentioned, like we've been going since the first year of Creep. And I know that we've mentioned that a million times, but we're very proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so, you know, it's one of those things like we obviously are going to notice it a difference in price, but the groups are only six people and you're getting this, this long experience compared to what you're getting at other places. And we were a little like, uh Oh, okay. Let's see for the price, how this is going to be. But I really think after going, we both agreed like, Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This <laughs> is worth it. <laughs> because um, we were lucky enough to be invited to a media preview, but we also have tickets for the week after next. Like we're going to, we would, and we're not going to sell them or anything. Like we are insisting that we go back and now maybe dress like a little fancier <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> it was kind of swanky in there. It was fun. Um, we don't want to give you spoilers on the overall event storyline, I guess. But uh, it starts where you're in a lounge um, that the actual lounge at the that's going to be there open for other things. It actually opens to the public at 10 after 10 p.m. I think it might fluctuate on different nights, but so it is open to the public. It's a bar and they have, um, you know, you can buy a drink, you can take photos. They I encourage you to use the restroom, which we always take advantage of. <laughs> <laughs> and they have performers in there that if you've been to enough creep events, like we have, we are, or just JFI in general, we're starting to recognize some of the actors. So we always get excited. We're like, Oh, look who it is, you know, <laughs> but yeah, so they're kind of mingling in with you and they start just kind of like easing you into the storyline and kind of whispering rumors and warnings and there's a little there's a performer there and it's just really fun. It already draws you in even when you're just kind of getting settled into the atmosphere. And yeah. from Oh, go ahead. 
Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, and if you haven't been to a group event and you go and you're kind of like, what did I just walk into? <laughs> because you, you definitely feel like you enter a different world when you enter their, their environments. Um, and even the lounge scene, you're going to notice who is an actor and who is a participant based on the masks. Um, but, you know, engage with the actors and it makes for a much more fun experience. Yeah, like even us on accident, like, what's this? We started getting into someone's box that they had with them. And we were like, what's in here? And he was like, what are you doing? And <laughs> and it got us in the conversation with that character and what was going on and what was in the box. And and we learned a lot about the storyline. <laughs> we did. We learned a lot. It's, it's always, there's a lot of care um, taken into the storyline. And then there's a lot, these actors are on point. Like all their performers, it's all this improv. They stay in character. You can ask them questions and they don't miss a beat. They don't miss a beat. They answer right in character. And it's fun. You can get a little sassy with them. I feel like it's it's easier for us now that we've been going so many times. Because it is when you first kind of get into it and they're talking to you, you're like, am I supposed to talk back can I ask questions and and then they make it easy they like kind of get you to continue on and they ask you questions put you on the spot which Ashley loves right oh my gosh yeah I freeze up it's like <laughs> put me in a fun situation and I'm like yeah I'm in it ask me any direct question and I'm like without and without giving anything away there was a scene at one point where Ashley didn't know that I could see her and she was asked a question point blanket I could hear her fumbling over and I was yeah, laughing I was like, I by know, myself enjoying it it was it's just really fun and this year uh, our friends from Murder House Productions Aurora and Kyle were involved we're so proud of them um to they'd have amazing stuff that they do with Murder House we used to go like not close to us, drive way out to their home haunt. And then um, earlier this year, they did Shook in their own uh, new space in like, what is that, Midtown area. So and you Which can see the mind. attention, huh? Is it in that blew our minds? Yeah, as it is. exactly. And you can see that they always have a great attention to detail in their haunts. And you could kind of see it there. And, you know, Creep does too. So between JFI and Murder House, like, it was just mind-blowing. And I've seen some of our friends that were able to attend the media nights as well saying just, like, my mind is blown. I'm amazed. That was incredible. Like, all big words like that. And we totally agree with them. So. Yeah, 100%. Like, the, the set design was insane. And, and it's not a huge space. Because having been there before, this is like a back room area, I think. Yeah. Um, it's not a huge space and it felt big. Like they made it feel like it kept going and it kept going and you kind of doubled back and you could, uh, there's some times where you could kind of see what was go going to, what you were going to come up across without it giving any way, anything away. And it just made it intriguing. It wasn't like you were. It wasn't a mistake that you saw. It made it interesting. You're like, what's going to happen over there? So 
Exactly. It gave you like a little preview, like a little look into the room of like, oh my God, what's over there? Sorry, you don't get to see it right now. Yeah. And yeah, like you said, it just made it feel bigger. And you took the words out of my mouth, like having been to that club before, I was like, wait, where are we? Because this feels so much bigger. <laughs> yeah, it felt much bigger. The The detail and immersion was just, it, it's true to JFI form. It's just uh, not comparable. <laughs> like, yeah. it's unless you're at something like delusion, you know, yeah. it's just, it, it transports you to another world, basically. And I don't know. I don't know really what else to say about my experience there. That's not going to give anything away. I can't urge you guys enough to get your tickets now. Like, don't let this sell out on you and don't miss it. If you're going to hit an immersive haunt kind of event this season, like, please don't miss out on Creep LA. Like, I'm I'm not kidding. And like, I, like we showed you, you get a cool handy dandy like Creep mask. And that's fun too. And you have a drink and, you know, make some new friends <laughs> in your six-person group because you are going to be close to them for the next hour. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's no way you're not going to have a great time. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And, and like 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 uh, Sarah had mentioned, and, you know, we dressed um, we dressed fun and Halloween-y for, for the event and comfy. But now knowing kind of the layout and what's all involved – we're like, oh, okay, well, when we go back for our paid tickets with our friends, you know, we can dress up a little. Get yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're you're not going to get, like, bloody or dirty or anything. Yeah. Like, to where I would still wear comfortable shoes. Yeah. You're navigating some interesting areas and some dark places. But, yeah, it's fun. You can kind of make it, like, a classy evening. <laughs> yeah. So again, there's no way you can't have fun. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so yeah, tickets are. Ooh, I'm. You know what? I made a banner, so we. I wouldn't forget to show you guys because I'm not <laughs> sure if everyone's heard of Creep LA. So it's creepla.com. There we go. It's right, right there. There we go. Right there. So oh. get your tickets. Find your five friends. If I don't even know, actually, you know what? I don't even know if there's any slots left that have all six spaces left. Like you guys got to get on it and get your tickets. Yeah. And it's in the in Hollywood area. Uh, mm. There is street parking nearby. Not a big deal. And just, I don't, I would say don't even look into it too much. Like, you know, we're going to have a review on, you know, I'm sure on Creepy Kingdom and The Haunt List will be doing one. But, like, don't read too much into it. Just do it. That, that's yeah. my advice to you. At Sarah and I, when we went our first year, we knew nothing about it. And we were this like. This is a good story. Tell that really fast. <laughs> well, I don't even know. We just we just showed up. But, like, we, we found it. I don't even remember how we found it. And we weren't sure if it was like sketchy. Or yeah, we actually cool. we drove around one time first to make sure it didn't look like actual sketchy. Like, and yeah. it was more like Halloween scary. Because yeah, we didn't know what it was, and it was a brand new thing. We're like, "What is this?" And it was in kind of like a remote area, so we're like, "Okay, are we going to get?" It was like an industrial here? downtown LA area, and we were like, mm. "Yeah." And not knowing anything about it, we just had like the time of our lives, obviously enough that we just can't stop raving about it. Um, and every year since we've gone in, obviously, I think you, what, do you, how did you quote? Creep? I said, um, 
I can't, I don't remember what I said, but it's like, I can't tell you what to expect. You can, all you can do is expect the unexpected. Exactly. It's going to be high quality, but I can't tell you, like none of the stories that I can tell you about the past are mean that you're going to know what's going into the, what you're in for yeah. going into the next event. But the best thing to do is just go in with an open mind and like, you're going to have fun. You're yeah. Gonna love it. Yep. And, you know, I will say for some people like that don't like getting separated too much, that's happened a lot in previous shows where Ashley and I saw each other like twice the whole show and we were like, hi, because we were off running around doing different stuff. Um, that was at a wake that one of that one year. This this year, like there's a couple maybe break off kind of things. But, you know, if you're worried about that, like you're you're going to be fine. Like you'll you'll mostly be with your friends. So. Yay, creep. Yay, creep. Yay. Good job. I can't wait to go again. I'm so excited. I know. It's going to be fantastic. Okay. So moving on, we actually just last night at the time of this recording went to (laughs) Not Scary Farm. First time of the season. And well, I guess I can get rid of this Creep LA banner. Whoops. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So Not Scary Farm. We went on a Sunday night. And early in the season, which has always worked pretty well for us in the past, as far as like attendance. Um, in 2019, I tried going on like a like a Saturday night in October, and I I was like at one point like I had tears in my eyes, and we left because I was like it's too crowded and I can't get in any mazes because I was just you no know, general. And we also, by the way, we went general admission to this, so this is all going to be our perspective as general public. So hopefully that's helpful. Yeah. Anyway, we started our evening um, entering the park and going to the right because we were trying to make our way to the back of the park to the brand new maze, which is Mesmer. So we started in Pumpkin Eater. Ashley, you want to tell me a little bit about what you thought of Pumpkin Eater this year? I loved Pumpkin pumpkin Eater. And I was just, I mean, first off too, can I just say, I was so happy to be at Knott's. Yes. Um, and, you know, maybe I'll get maybe I'll get hit on the wrist for saying this, depending who's, who's listening or whose opinions. But Knott's is just my favorite of all the parks that mm-hmm. do Halloween-y things. And I think that us going to it last of the parks we went to, I actually prefer it because it just, I, I actually said it when we were out. I was like, what yeah. a treat. Like it just yeah. it literally <laughs> felt like a treat, you know, just entering a full Halloween everything versus like Halloween-y areas, you know? Um, like you really feel transported when you go to Knott's. Um, so I, I totally agree. It's yeah. every, it's like every, almost every inch of like the lighting and atmosphere is tailored to the immersion for the Halloween event. It's not just this area has spooky sounds and some green lights. Like it's the whole, you can walk through places that don't even have like a, a scare zone or a maze and it still looks awesome. Like you still are in it. So you can tell that the people at Knott's really understand Halloween and they're like genuine Halloween lovers. Yes. Yeah, because it's not just it's not just the scares either. It's like just like the atmosphere and the feeling and like the celebration of it. It really 
it, they, they capture it there. It's, it's, it kind of makes me think of like on a very small scale comparison, Coffin Creek makes me feel that way yeah. out in Corona area where it's just like a fun celebration of Halloween. And it's like, that's like a little baby version of like what Knott's is doing on like a big scale. So, totally, totally. and I, I also loved pumpkin eater this year. It's, I feel like, I think I end up liking it more and more each year I see it. Like I just get yeah. excited for it. Now I get like, I started out, I was like, yeah, this is cool. And then the next year I was like, I'm kind of pumped for pumpkin eater. And like, I love when you go into the pumpkin and the sound design in that maze. Like it's so good. It's so gross. And it's in an awesome gross way. It's not like an overkill. It's more like it makes your skin crawl kind of, which is like, is like a good thing, I guess. If you're, you feel you know, like you're, you're in us. A Wait, what? You just feel like you're in a pumpkin. Yeah. But in like a pumpkin with like bugs yeah, and gross stuff. Yes. So like, a, like, like a rotting pumpkin. <laughs> yeah. Rotting pumpkin. <laughs> um, and I like the, like the heartbeat sound kind of thing. It kind of really drives you through it. And we had a great experience too, because we weren't, crammed in with a bunch of people so we were kind of walking through at like a, like a leisurely pace like really enjoying it taking it in and and it felt like the the scare actors were on fire they were they were excited to be there I don't know I, I love pumpkin eater you and can. if you're not familiar with pumpkin eater it's like a play on the the rhyme the Peter Peter pumpkin eater had a wife and couldn't keep her um like I, I was like I remember that. little, that's the part I remember, I remember. Um, but like, what a fun, like creepy turn. Yeah. Like kind of icky really. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's great. It, but yeah, it was just so good. And I found myself too, like when we went in, all the scenery is so amazing and the lighting is so amazing. And like, just everything's, everything's great. Um, that I just was like, oh, I want to take photos. And then I was like, no, I don't want to take photos. I, I don't want to miss anything. I want to look at everything. Yeah. I, and you know what I like about that maze is you can look up and it's still yeah. themed. That's like, that's something that's really fun about it. You can really like take in your surroundings and not be taken out of it. hundred so. percent. And I feel like, you know, and that's again, like another reason for me why like Knott's is one of my favorite. A lot of other places I have no problem like taking photos while I'm looking around. Mm -hmm. And with Knott's I'm like, no, I just... I'm just going to enjoy it. I just want to enjoy it. I just want to experience it, which I think like says something, you know? Yeah, it really, it really does. It's, it's, uh, it's usually like a pretty solid storyline throughout. It's not just like the wow factor, big scenes. Like they, they really care about the immersion there. Yeah. And, and, and a big deal too, compared to some others, mazes we've gone through this season at other places it's like that sound design and the lighting and the set design it's like it they are not skimping on anything um and sound sound design makes a big difference and we've been through some mazes where there's just no no audio and it's like oh okay I mean that's cool but like imagine if there is audio there you know imagine if they were kind of leading how they want you to feel by with the sound so anyway pumpkin eater does that <laughs> Turned out we forgot where it would dump us out right into the scare zone, the hollow, which was perfect for us to continue making our way. <laughs> and that's one of my favorite areas, just as far as like, besides ghost town, I guess, is just 
like that area in the hollow when you're rounding the corner there and it's just all lit up really pretty and there's trees and it's just like i mean it's camp snoopy but they make it look like this cool like halloween spooky town at night i just think that's so fun so we made our way over to what has been one of our very favorite mazes the last couple years um dark ride castle of chaos and I don't know. I'm I'm a little bummed that James wasn't able to join us tonight because I feel like we would have some conflicting views of how of our experience this year with it because he was um, James went and uh, Kayla, uh, editor in chief of Creepy Kingdom, they went on the media preview night, so they had their fright passes and I mean it's it's a different experience. We got kind of shoved through it and it was a little bit disappointing. I feel like, well, we'll get to Mesmer in a minute, but the two of the mazes that I was most excited for were ended up being not my best experiences, but not because of the actual maze, because of the way it was being coordinated, like the line was being coordinated. Yeah. Because uh, my husband with, was with us last night and he had someone literally stepping on his heels the whole time. They just shoved a huge group in with us. And it wasn't even that they, you know, some people get scared and they rush. And so they end up right behind you or something, or you end up right on the people in front of you. It was like, we already started out like that. So I don't know. That's that's probably my major complaint because Dark Ride is themed as a Dark Ride. If you haven't seen that, it's just the concept is out of this world. It's it's yeah. like a it's like a fair um dark ride and it's broken down and kind of decrepit in places and the, the audio keeps cutting out, which is one of my favorite parts when it's like yeah. <laughs> like and and it's like try to catch on again. I think that detail is amazing. And you follow the tracks for a while and then you um you see some of the behind the scenes stuff and there's some sketchy stuff going on. And it's a mix of like scare actors and animatronics and then animatronics that are supposed to look like animatronics from like a dark ride. So they're like, meep, 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 like all messed up. Oh my gosh. Just the theme overall is I think genius. I think um, they have some of the best use of animatronics at that. It like for that park. Like, they just use them so well because they're so scary versus it's so easy to have animatronics look cheesy mm-hmm. and they use them in a way where they are what they are, but they're creepy. Yeah. They're really creepy. Yeah. And you know what? I know you've only been one time before, but it kind of reminds me of stuff in the haunted mansion because they have haunted, um, haunted mansion at Disneyland. They have animatronics and they look, they're not terrifying. But somehow they always get me. They pop up and I'm just like, ooh, you know? And it's like, you know, it's the kind where it's like, you know, it's an animatronic, but it still catches you off guard. And that's yeah. what I liked about some of the stuff there. It's like, you can tell it's, it on purpose looks like an animatronic, but also they have them on like a rotation that's like not like expected, I guess. Cause there was one that kind of just, it like kind of fell forward at one point And I was like, whoa. <laughs> And I feel like that maze got me a lot of times. You you witnessed that. So yes. My favorite. <laughs> Sarah running and screaming. <laughs> it's okay. I'm gonna spoiler this thing because it's not a spoiler because you know what? It scared me in the past. This has been around a few years. The chairperson. 
Okay, I forgot about the chairperson. I forgot about it until it scared the crud out of me. I, I like, saw it as it was scaring you. And then instead of being scared, I was, like, overcome with laughter of the experience of seeing it scaring you. It got me so good. It got me really, it's really so good. good. It's so perfect. It's like, so perfect. Day, yeah. <laughs> so they have, like, a lot of fun. I just... They, I feel like they really thought out of the box when they made Dark Ride. And I feel like the big scene at the end was a little anticlimactic. It felt like it was lacking in scare actors. But I feel like we've been seeing that kind of all season in some places just because yeah. it's, it's, it's hard to employ. You know, they're, they're really looking for people right now. So I can understand if it's a little more sparse than previous years. And I'm okay with that. We still had a really nice time. So Dark Ride. Um, once I got over being grumpy and conga lined through, I still, the maze is still amazing. Like I still enjoyed it. I had a great time. And it's gorgeous. It really is. It's like, I want to take some of the elements in there and like put them in my house. Yeah. Yeah. Not the terrifying ones. Yeah. Not the spooky ones. ones. Like the color scheme and like the glowy, like, I don't know. I love the way it looks. It's beautiful. I agree. So another maze that I love the way it looked was this year's brand new maze, uh, Mesmer, Sideshow of the Mind. Brand new. If you guys have been previous years, it is where Shadowlands was, which was one of my older favorite mazes. Um, it's basically like, I guess, let me let me go back and find like the little description of it because it was pretty cool. It's, it's going, it's cool because it's in a way, it might feel like a little disjointed in some parts but that's okay because it's basically the human mind so here's a little description about it within the canvas tent lies the secret of the most potent force in the universe the human mind give in and succumb to the hypnotist mesmer as his sinister sideshow and his sinister sideshow as it pries on your hidden fears so this is all it's all like a mishmash of like your messed up brain making scary stuff and it says, release your inner thoughts and descend into a world of madness, torture, and eerie enlightenment in this haunted maze. So it did that. It did all that. <laughs> I, I it, loved it. I, it was I, beautiful. Yeah. I mean, aside from the fact that I was, like, so excited, like, new maze, yay. Yeah, <laughs> you know I mean? exactly. Um, like, the sound design was incredible. I think um, that was like this one of the standout sound design ones. Aside from like, I just really love what's going on in Pumpkin Eater too. The yeah. second you get into Mesmer, he's basically telling you how you're feeling. He's just telling because he's you know a hypnotist. He's telling you, and then you're kind of like, wow, I do feel like that. I do feel like that. He's telling me, and I feel like that. And it's like this kind of like almost like panicky feeling of like they still made it seem like a hypnotist was taking control of you. That was like, and how are you you're doing that in a walkthrough maze? That's pretty amazing. And what a, what a cool concept to try and make a haunted maze that gets you like from the inside out, but then has outside elements coming at you. Like how crazy. Yeah. It's super crazy. And I loved some of the illusions in there. It was, it made me, think about some of the stuff that I really liked in Shadowlands. Maybe it's just a lucky spot for a maze because there was just, again, some really out of the box scares and illusions, like 
I don't think this is too big of one. Like there's a tightrope walking part. And I was like, this is so cool. Like, and the only time I, times I felt like that I wasn't super immersed in it is because I was overthinking like, wow, that's a really, that's cool that they did this. (laughs) So that's just me appreciating it. Um, I love, I loved it. There was a couple parts that were, I feel like there was, I somehow we ended up around a lot of obnoxious groups this, going through this time. Yeah. And there was a couple, there was one hallway where the fabric was like f- flowing in the wind and you could see like the other room and the people's legs and stuff. And I was like, oh, oh no. But that was like a split second. That That's like a really nitpicky, picky yeah. thing that honestly they'll probably address before the end of the season even like yeah. oh it's breezy right here let's tack this down no big yeah, deal but that was the only maze that that even happened in it was definitely yeah because it's kind of like out like out to the side of the park too um trying to think be warned in this maze they do some really great uh what did we what was the term we were thinking of for it um when they make you look one way and they get you the other way Oh, um, like kind of like a diversion. Diversion. Yeah. This maze is really good at diversions and it got me like (laughs) multiple times. times. And I think I was very entertaining to my friends that I was there with because. She was. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like appreciating. So I was like, ooh, ah. So it was great. They did a great job. I loved it. Um, And I love the concept. And it's kind of reminds me of. They're fun. Those two right next to each other, Dark Ride and Mesmer, are just like these fun carnival, like like you said, pretty colors, just like really appealing to look at. Just like it's exciting. Those are those are really fun together. So thumbs up on the new maze. Yeah. Definitely check out Mesmer. Um, that was definitely I think it was one of my favorites of the night. So Yeah, I agree. And then yeah. around there is also the Carnival scare zone and those clowns are out of their dang minds they just what about the one you liked ashley what was the what was the instrument again the guy was playing trombone yeah there was a clown with a trombone just walking around like brown brown (laughs) like scaring people (laughs) at people i was like like, cool i don't even i didn't that's cool you know how to play the trombone i wonder if he like auditioned with that he's like well i can be a clown that plays this with the trombone with the trombone mm. <laughs> so it's so, it's so cool I, okay. my, I have a new nose piercing here hold on <laughs> see me and You're i bumped it get, like little balls that are like little pumpkins <gasps> ashley i have to wait for like half a year for it to heal but yeah next season little pumpkins yeah Looks like i have little orange pumpkins <laughs> coming out but <laughs> but anyway, yeah, Carnival, they're out of their minds. They're out of their minds. Yeah, they're just they're crazy. I it's it's always like all the all the scare zones are great, but I think Carnival is like one of the more like fun scare zones. Well, also I think it's more fun for me because I'm not really afraid of clowns, like it's in particular. Um if you're afraid Unless of clowns, really- don't go there, baby. <laughs> Yeah, don't go there if you're afraid of clowns or like go on the outskirts and watch skirts and watch other people get scared. But I just have so much fun in there because these guys, they they all, all these scare actors 
are like so creative with their scares and they're sassy and they improv and they just have so much fun doing it. So it's always like really enjoyable being in there and watching them. And also it's really fun because they'll come after the teens, like the sassy, we're not scared of you teens and they still get them. And that I always enjoy seeing that too. Yeah. It's a, so, it's a good time. <laughs> yeah. You can't be too cool for school there. They'll, they'll get you. So what was the next maze we went to? That would be Origins, the Curse of Calico. We waited a while for this. Granted, this was a pretty empty night overall and compared to what nights we've been to before. Most so far, the mazes that we talked about were like 10 minutes tops. 15? They were under, under 15 Under 15 minutes. minutes. Yeah. Um, and Pumpkin Eater, we just walked walked into. So Awesome. So we waited a while for Origins. This was getting, obviously, a little further into the evening and more people were there. Um, I don't know. Even with Origins, I don't think we waited more than, like, 30 minutes. Yeah, I think it was about 30 minutes. Um, This is one that dives into some of the OG not stuff. Um, It was new in 2019, I think. And... It's really fun. It's really well done. And we missed, there was no one in the big payoff scene. There's supposed to be a stunt scene. We've been having bad luck. (laughs) We had bad luck with like, this happened at um, Red's Revenge at Six Flags at Fright Fest. There was no (laughs) Red. No one's there. (laughs) There was no witch here. There's supposed to be a huge stunt. Like, there's a huge area all up around you where there's supposed to be stunts going on, and there wasn't even a mannequin in a costume. We just had, yeah, we've had bad luck. So, Origins, my experience was a letdown. I still like the maze. I just happened to walk in. We happened to walk in at a off time, right? Yeah. I still love the maze. I love when you're... um in like in calico like outside and or it looks like you're outside and walk into another building it looks amazing um you know i'm not i've been going to knots for quite a while but not nearly as long as some of these people that have you know been it's been around forever and there's a lot of fun easter eggs in there that older fans are just gonna like just eat up and love so i'm not i know i'm not i don't pretend to know all of like the knots calico lore but I know that's really exciting for people too, but yeah, like yeah. I said. And also for this for this maze in particular, if you do have to wait in line, it's a fun line to wait in because the whole line. Because I got a new boyfriend. And also Sarah got a new boyfriend, another scare actor in love with Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was cool. It'd be, um, yeah, there's like the tomb, like the graveyard area and there's like a kind of like a sh- shadows going on that you can watch like kind of tell you the beginning of the story there are people looking for sarah marshall like the sheriff i don't know deputy um (laughs) there's like yeah so there's a handful of people in character there so we we weren't the the line like i'm saying it was longer but we were enjoying ourselves still we were having a good time we were like taking in the sights and interacting with the with the actors and it was fun and it went fast yeah, um, really fast. Yeah. So overall, like, yeah, I, I would say great maze, not the best experience. I know I'm going to see it again, and hopefully I will get that full-blown scene and be excited like I was last time I saw it. 
Yay. So, yeah. Waxworks. I, I, I love Waxworks. I love the concept of it. Yeah. I liked, what was that? How, was it just called House of, House of Wax or whatever? Is that what it's called? That old movie? Not old, so. old, but. The one I love that. Paris Hilton? <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah, I think it was called House of Wax. I love that one. So, makes me think of that. I love the intro into it. I like how it is just like telling you the, it sounds like the the marketing pitch video for like when the wax museum isn't all, you know, jacked up. And it's just like, come do this and see that and blah, blah, blah. And the voiceover is like really loud. You can hear it. Like you can hear where the maze is. You're like, the maze is over there. I'm going to go to it. <laughs> and I just think it's really fun that they get you started out. Um, they just get you really into the mood for it, what it what the theme is early on. And they have like the cheesy like promo video playing. And I, I just think it's a lot of fun. And this is a nitpicky thing. One of my other favorite scenes from 2019 when I saw Waxworks, the actor wasn't in there. And then there were two people working on it in the back. So we walked around and they had like little masks on. But yeah, they were like yeah. obviously like people just like working on like a malfunction, just like standing there, like digging and under like, and like light was coming scenes. out from under it, huh? In one of what the were big scenes. Yeah, one of the big scenes. And I was like, you couldn't you couldn't hold the line for 15 minutes because there was no line. We walked on. Yeah. The only reason there was a line is because they hold the line to let people come out of the maze. So we had to wait briefly while people were coming out of the maze before they let us keep going. So it was like maybe a three minute wait. Yeah, so I was like, you, no, you couldn't no hold way. the hold the maze for 15 minutes and fix, fix the scene instead of being like in the scene, like we're fixing the scene. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, we're trying to be discreet, but the light's shining on us, and we were like, oh hi, <laughs> hello workers, are you part of the scene? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, back back to like nothing against the maze, just the the experiences we happened upon. And I feel like some of it could have been addressed a little differently than it was. But, yeah. you know, maybe the and this is like, we're still pretty early in the season. So hopefully if something like that happens again, they'll say like, hey, you know what? Let's just like, we'll close it down for like a few minutes. See if you can get it figured out. If not, we'll we'll reopen it and keep it going. You know, we don't want to cause too much of a delay. I don't know. That's yeah. how I would do it. If I ran the world, that's how I would have done well, it. Well, especially when there's like no line. <laughs> I know, there was no line. So we were like, all right, yeah. cool. <laughs> But, um, Remember that when that scene was cool? Like I love the concept of wax works. I also I'm someone who thinks wax museums are like I love them, but I also think they're like incredibly creepy. So Oh my gosh. Like you don't even have to be going into the dungeon part of like yeah. some of these wax museums to be like terrified. Yeah, exactly. It's just like this is creepy. Um, so I, I think that's amazing. And then there are a few scenes in that maze that use like such cool um pairing of of like actual physical props and projections and um, audio the whole very, yeah the trio. combo of it when you go through there is a really cool scene with bees that you'll see what we're talking about that you like you're just like are there bees in here yeah are it's like straight up like are there bees <laughs> um that is done with an incredible mix of what we're talking about so like there's some really 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 cool details that they do yeah all throughout the mazes, but like we notice specifically in this maze. Yeah, I do feel like it's like a there's a lot of attention to detail and just some really creative and visually 
appealing stuff in there where it's like, yeah, it's scary, but also like, that's really cool. Or like, yeah, it's grotesque. It's like a grotesque piece of art, you know? <laughs> so yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, waxworks. Well, and and I found a button that we weren't sure. Like, there was just a button. Next yes. And we're like, is that a prop or is that just a button? And when you press it, press it because something happens. Yep. Press it and listen. Press it. Yeah, that listen. was a new discovery because I do not remember that. I don't. It might have yeah. been there, and I just didn't know. I don't know. You were feeling pretty daring, like look going around button. touching buttons. Look for the red button. Was it red or green? It was red. Oh, it was red? Okay. Yeah. And then sanitize your hands. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. Okay. The next one we went through, I think I have them in order, was what I will say was definitely my favorite experience of the night, uh, the depths. This is yeah. a oceanic maze which you would think maybe would be less, you know, like might not be the scariest thing to some people. Some people are scared of the ocean for sure. But uh, my husband's afraid of sharks. So that was exciting for him. And <laughs> it was the, the scare actors and the team on the depths when we went were on fire. They were on fire. They were the ones I loved it because the miners in the beginning were not like jumping out too aggressively because they're just the miners. They're like, hey, what up? And they're kind of like just bringing you in character, like kind of surprise you. But they're like, oh, it's kind of more like a, what are you doing here? <laughs> so I think that's so fun that they're like in character and it's not just like every single person that's in a costume is like, boo, you know, they're like, no, you know, this is our part of the story. Um, it's disorienting. I love like some of the rooms that just, they're, it's like hard to walk through because you're like, whoa. Uh, it's just so pretty and so different because I'm not used to seeing like water, ocean, yeah, kraken, siren themed mazes. It, so. It's definitely super original and has just some of the coolest overall effects. Yeah, um, and it and it just keeps in once as you get through the mine into like the the depths. Uh. All the scenes make sense together. They flow really well. It's got a great flow. It doesn't take you out. Like, because even some mazes sometimes, it's like they have a great theme and all the rooms match in the theme, but sometimes like the segues or transitions seem like a little choppy. This one, I feel like you walk through it and it makes sense. It just feels like a really good flow and it kind of feels like never ending. Like you keep coming up to like new big scenes and you're like, wow, I was kept thinking yeah. like, like, and when's the Kraken going to be? Because there's a really cool scene at one point. And I kept thinking it was next. And there was like, no, there's this other scene. Oh, there's this other scene. Um, they did some really great di diversion stuff and got me. <laughs> I really had fun. This is the one that James likes to tell the story about. like, Because it was the first maze that James went through with Kayla and I at the same time. Um, back when we all went together in 2019. And we just were, he, like, at one point he realized he was kind of walking by himself. He's like, where are Sarah and Kayla? And turned around and we were just holding each other. Like, we were just, like, <laughs> clutching each other and inching forward and screaming at everything. Oh, my gosh. And they do the laser scene. That's what it was. Yeah. Which we've seen done before at things like the Queen Mary and a couple other places. And they just do it, like, perfection. Here's why I'm always impressed with their laser scene. Because when the laser scenes first, like, 
started, like when people first started doing them. Being like, oh my gosh, this works great. Let's do yeah, it like, oh everywhere. Remember like when those first came out and we were like, oh, what is this? <gasps> when, everyone started doing them? It, when they first started, it was like full laser, you know, and you like couldn't see it all. And it was like terrifying. But now probably for like safety purposes and stuff, I feel like, and especially not, it's not like full laser. It's like half laser. Like you can yeah. see through it for the most part, but then you can usually see the actors, but somehow here it's half laser and you still can't see the actors. It's like, I can see where I'm going, how to not bump yeah. into anything, but how did this actor pop out and almost murder me? Yeah, I have like, no idea. I not see you when I can see through the laser. They, I feel like they have a really good grasp of what's in the room and what people's sight lines are and what they're looking at. Like they just really, they really take into consideration the scene that they're working in. It's, it's great. Like I, I mean, saw some, someone pop up and scare you and I'm like, ha ha. And then someone pops up and scared me and I'm like, I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The depths, A plus, A plus effort experience maze. I had a great time and no complaints on the depths. It was just amazing. And I didn't, ex I know I, I loved it last time. I didn't expect it to be my very favorite of the night. Um, I feel like the depths and pumpkin eater really came through for me um, where I was not expecting it. Cause I, you know, I thought dark ride was gonna be my best favorite experience. Um, like I said, this isn't necessarily the mazes, like the quality of the mazes. It's just the, the whole package put together and how I felt about it when I, when I got out of it. So speaking of that, moving on to <laughs> paranormal Inc. This is their last year um, of Paranormal Inc. They're retiring it. And I think it's probably time to be retired. Mm. I, in my personal opinion, which I think Ashley and I are on the same page on, it started out great and just like never before seen, right? Yeah. And then I liked when they added in like the, there's a hospital scene, which doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. I mean, I kind of feel like, well, to the point where, Ashley, when you opened up into that scene, remember, you backed yeah, up. Because I, had a, you, I had a freeze moment. I was like, did I just walk into an office? Am I, like, in the wrong? Yeah, and not in, like, a, oh, I'm surprised by it. It was more like a, oh, am I going the wrong way? Yeah. So I don't necessarily think it fits, but I love it so much that I don't care, you know? Even if, even if the first room had a light flickering. Or something. I think it was the right room. Yeah. <laughs> Because it was just straight up like, hello, we're on a different set now. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> oh, you're a scare actor. Okay, cool. I'm not like interrupting a business meeting or something. No, <laughs> like, I literally, I was like, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> I can see because you turned to me like, and I was like, no, it's it. Go. <laughs> you were like, what? I know. I'm also like half asleep. I'm like, wait, where are we? Where are we? <laughs> it was, it was, that was fun. I love that scene. Um, I will say, and like, I don't want to get too negative because I was, I was also in a bit of a mood about it. They shoved way too many people in there right now. We're in, still in the middle of a pandemic. Um, masks are optional if you're vaccinated at knots. And that's an, I know that's an Orange County thing. I, I know the business still could actually make the decision to make them mandatory inside. And I think that would be cool. That's just my opinion again. Um. 40 people. I actually tried to ask like the security guard that was putting people in. I said, Hey, can we wait? Do we have to go shove dip in with those people? Can we wait for the next group? He's like, no, 40 at a time, 40 at a time. And I was like, all right, cool. We'll all be shoved on top of each other. They cut the initial scene. It feels really confusing. 
And I can't imagine for people that this is their first year of Paranormal Inc. if they have any idea what's going on in the beginning. We yeah. know because we've been going since the first year and we know the storyline and we know what's kind of been edited out and cut and changed. And so we get the concept still. But if you if this was my first year, I'd be like, what is going on? I can't see anything. There's these, all these tall people standing around me. I'm shoved in this room. And then all of a sudden it's like, look up. Oh, cool. Go. And you're like, where? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's just like, like you said, the, like the, the initial storyline made sense because, and I understand it was probably a bit long. Yeah. They, after a season, they realized, okay, we have to make cuts and changes yeah, because it's taking too long. long. It was amazing. So it's like, yeah. you're like why it is was that really shorter? It's, it's yeah. So don't change it. It was beautiful as it was. And, and, you know, for those of you who don't know, basically it's like you're, um, it's similar to like a ghost adventures or ghost hunters or one of those shows. Yeah, you're paranormal. We're following a paranormal investigation team. Exactly. It's like you go in, they've been picking up some signals and there's a whole backstory involved. And then they, um, you know, you're making contact. But the issue now is it's like, you know, you, you get that you need to cut that story. But now there's no backstory about making any contact. And All of a sudden, there's just this ghost yeah. in the, like, the little receptor it's thing. It's just like, like ah! And people are like, like hey, and they're yelling at you to get into the room the whole time. Yeah. So it's like, it's hey, like we're, we're touching base with so-and-so. Hey, so-and-so. Oh, no, the computer screen broke. Oh, my God, what's happening? And it's like, what what is happening? I have no yeah. idea because there's literally no context to what's happening. I'm still and confused because you were yelling at me to fill in the empty space yeah. in the room. And there's a there's a big a big like cool scare um, where you should be looking up a, a stunt scare. It's I mean that's really impressive. Like that's yeah. that's cool. Where the first when the storyline when the narrative was in there it made sense that you know to look up, but because they cut so much out, you don't know to look up. So no unless you sees. already know. No one even sees the stunt scare until it's already happening and you miss the big, like, bam of it. You miss so the scare part like, of it. Okay, well, what's the point then? You know, like, it's, so, yeah, it's just gotten a little, like, you know. It, 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 yeah, it's gone downhill as they have tried to make it work, I'm sure, with, like, line times. It's always, it was a longer line of the evening, even though, like I said, lines were really short overall. Um, but it's, yeah, that little pre-show thing, it takes time. I didn't like being shoved in there with that many people. It did make me pretty uncomfortable. And I think it's fine. It's retiring. Um, and I, I'm glad that they're not keeping it too long to where it really loses what it was when it first started yeah. because the concept was great. And it was a lot of, like I said, never before seen elements to it. So Goodbye, Paranormal Inc. It was nice knowing you and rest well. And I can't see, wait to see what we get there next. Um, our last maze of the evening was Dark Entities. Dun, dun, dun. Well, my first year I ever saw Dark Entities, I did not like it. Had a lot of opinions. I walked through it by my, well, like, you know, not by myself, but like I just walked through it freely. And that's when you know something's not that scary because I'm a big baby. It was, so big, Ash, it was a big thing for Sarah to just be like, you know what? I don't need to hold anyone's arms. I'm, I'm just going to walk. Like, I will, oh, ah, oh, ah. You know, like, what's that? There weren't even really any scare actors in it the first year, right? No. There was like, yeah. well, there's, and there was no place for the scare actors. They didn't yeah. give, they made the 
the maze not giving the scare actors anywhere to work with. Yeah. And then the next year, they had weird yeah. alien bug. The next year, they added, they added a ton of scare actors. They embraced the alien takeover. And we were just like, yeah. But the concept of the alien came off as like goofy and cheesy and funny instead of like scary. So it just didn't translate. So this year, those aliens were not there. <laughs> my favorite year of Dark Entities this year. Yeah. I went in expecting to not care. And I got some good scares. And I felt like they paid more attention to some of the sound design, maybe. I don't know. It felt like it just made a little more sense. And it was a little bit more vibey. Yeah, they definitely focused on the vibe. I always liked the little like robot animatronics because they were freaky as hell, like all all years. So um, I was pleasantly surprised. And after going through Paranormal Inc., which I was kind of like, all right. And then I was a little surprised to go through Dark Entities and have enjoyed myself the way I did. So I just like, you know what? This whole evening was not what I expected as far as what I thought I was going to like and not like and what I thought was going to happen. Scenes I thought I was excited for let me down. Scenes I had never seen built me up, made me excited. So it all around, it was a great night. I just was like, I definitely couldn't have predicted like my favorite mazes and experiences of the evening. Yeah, same. I was just like, even trying to recall when I was like recalling back, I, it, it almost like, not like it all seemed like a blur, but I just know like overall I had a fun time and I know my highlights and yeah, I, I think it was just like, a. I feel like normally I'm like, this is the specific thing that I loved and this is the specific thing that I hated. I feel like so it was kind of like a little bit too of like, we're a little out of practice right now. Yeah, yeah. We're getting, I'm trying to remember back to two years ago, man. That's hard. And this, and I feel like, but yeah, I feel like this time I was just like, yay, I had fun. <laughs> I feel like, I know, I feel like it was also, we had to do like a little prepping to figure out what our, we were talking on the way home. Like, what did we think about this stuff? Because I feel like a little bit, we were, yeah, we were a little bit taken over by just the fact to be like, yay, we're at Knott's. We're at Scary Farm again. We're doing something Halloween. We're out in public. There's there's mazes and there's yeah. fun and there's food and there's boysenberry beer. And it was just my part of my review, if like I hadn't taken the time to think of it, would have just been like, we had fun. Yeah. Like definitely go to Not Scary Farm. Yes. Just go. Yeah. And also bang for your buck. Like that's eight mazes there. And yeah. we paid $50 a ticket because yeah. if you buy them ahead of time right now, they're, they're really reasonable. So it's yeah, less than $10 a maze. And that's not all there is. There's still the scare zones. There's scare zones we didn't talk about. Um, the brand new one this year is the Goring 20s, which is over by the Walter Knott Theater. Yeah. Where Puppet Up is. And we happen to be going over there to Puppet Up. And I guess I just didn't even like, like I said, also... I was trying not to like let my phone battery die and there was no physical naps this year. So it was all on your phone. I felt like I just kind of was like trying to remember how to do stuff to a degree. I think we really did a good angle as far as like the way we made our way around the park, but 
by the time I happened upon the Goring 20 scare zone, I was like, oh yeah, that's the brand new scare zone. What if we had missed this? Um, and we got there right when there was a live band and dancers on a balcony. It was, it was so, so cool. cool. Yeah. I great. loved it. That And it, was, it wasn't so much scary, I would say, as just like really fun. And the scare actors were really um, interactive. Like I was waiting for Ashley to go to the restroom. And some lady came up and just started asking me about my day and what I'd been up to. And I was having a fabulous time. And it was just really fun. Um, they stayed in character and uh, the live band and, and the dancers. That was cool. I, I kind of wish that I had known about, I'm, I'm glad we happened upon it when we did, because I don't feel like I've seen like a lot of pictures or like video of it. And yeah. some of my friends were like, oh yeah, Goring 20s was cool. And I was like, did you see the, the dancers? And they're like, no. It's like, good. I'm, we lucked out, I guess. Yeah. I think there must be like little secret things going on there. And I think we went there at a pop in time because there were yeah, like a lot popping. of actors and a lot of people. And I definitely got the vibe of just like, I just want to hang out here. This is fun. Yeah, it was just yeah. fun. It was like you said, popping. It was definitely popping. And <laughs> that's when we went to, this was at the end of the night, we went to Puppet Up. Just don't miss Puppet Up. It's not yeah. really scary, but, but it's, it's definitely it's funny. Incredibly entertaining. For mature audiences only. If you like puppets and if you like improv and, and you, you like naughty stuff. You like naughty stuff. Um, yeah, go. You're you're absolutely gonna love it. And it's it's better to like don't try and figure out what it is, just go. Just go. Just go. If you unless you're a party pooper. If you're a party pooper, don't go. If you like to have fun, go to puppet up. I go away. Just gonna say, if you like fun, go to yeah. pub. <laughs> we are on the same page. Yeah. If you like fun, go. Uh, yes, it was so fun, and you get to sit down, and that's nice. So we went to the last show, which um, when we went, it was the last show was at eleven thirty p.m. and that was great. It was like our last thing of the evening. We just kind of relaxed and chuckled a lot, chortled, giggled, all that stuff. Um, yeah. We need okay. to backtrack a little bit to dun, 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 uh, probably my my main highlight of the night was seeing the Haxons, the band, perform multiple times um, at the Carnival du Grotesque stage, which is where the hanging used to be. Um, the Haxons, if you don't know, are probably going to be your new favorite Halloween spooky band. Um, Ash Costello from New Year's Day and Count D, also known as Piggy D, from Rob Zombie. They're a duo and they are amazing. And they sing, they do some cover songs and they do some of their really awesome original spooky Halloween songs. Um, the, the shows start, they're every hour starting at eight, I think. And so basically we were over in the, we were over in the, where were we? Over by Dark Ride? I think we just got out of Dark Ride. And I could hear them. And I was like, oh, let's go by and watch for a second. Because we we had been told to go to the 9 p.m. show. So we watched a couple songs, walked around, wa caught their 9 p.m. set, saw them again when we were walking over to Puppet Up, I think. It was so much fun. The clown, the crazy hooligan clowns from Carnival were over there dancing, shaking their rumps. They were 
getting everyone else to dance with them. And like, <laughs> it was really fun. It was wild. It was just wild. And we had such a great time. I was drinking a boysenberry beer and dancing around and it just really set the mood again knots just is the whole park is setting the mood for halloween they uh yeah the clowns were basically like the hype crew <laughs> for, for them they were getting people like, to come closer and doing silly dance what moves cool, and- what a cool interaction like we're this amazing band and our hype crew is clowns scary clowns scary clowns scary yeah. crazy clowns also, if possible, we should definitely insert video footage of you dancing with the clowns and or some of the video footage I have of the Haxons performing and you singing along because I feel like everyone would appreciate that. I was having a really good time. Okay. <laughs> no, I was having I a really good time. I was though. I really was. Like I was truly I haven't they've only had only played one show before ever. And it yeah. was in Viper Room in Los Angeles and I went to that. And now they're doing this residency. Though they're playing they played this first weekend, they played uh Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But now the rest of the season they're playing every Friday and Saturday night. So if you want to catch them, make sure you're going on a Friday or Saturday. And they're amazing. So check them out on Spotify too. Um <laughs> I'm just a fan. Uh, yeah, that was that was amazing. So highlight of the night for me. Don't miss it. Have a little dance party. Drink a little boysenberry beer. Or they have benches over there. Go eat a funnel cake and enjoy the show. There's lots of, lots of ways to enjoy it. S- wrapping up the scare zones. I know we talked about the hollow, goring 20s, Forsaken. We didn't talk about Forsaken Lake. Forsaken Lake is... You know, I don't know. This is the thing. I don't know the names of the rides at Knott's because I only go during Scary Farm. But it's <laughs> <laughs> it's like the – it's in the lake area by the lake. It makes sense. Uh, <laughs> I just love the colors there. I love all the fog. And that one is best, like, to go through when it's dark, dark. That one is just, like, totally – it's pretty when it's lighter because we had a previous year hit it earlier in the night. It's so pretty at night. It's so fun at night. And it's like really, really foggy. And they really, I don't know, they go hard. They're like really coming after us. And then we had, um, we did a little photo shoot with the, I don't know, the guy with the lamp. Yeah. <laughs> Not the one by the the train, the other one. The one over he for a second. came over and lit our photo for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Kind of like literally just walked up and held up the light. Didn't say anything. And then when we were done, he just walked away. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. thanks. Thank you, sir. Made for a good photo shoot. So that one. And then the iconic Ghost Town Streets. I don't think you could do not Scary Farm and miss it. If you did miss it, it would be a bad idea because it is, that's where like a lot of the sliders are. It's where some of the OG performers, like the bride, and just different amazing like top tier scare actors are hanging out to terrify you also i usually do a shuffle in there instead of a full speed walk i do the try not to smash my face into a random person i don't know shuffle um most of the videos i got in that area are me overdubbed by me saying i can't see 
oh my gosh, it's so foggy. Ah, look how foggy. I can't see anything. And I was like, cool, Sarah. Watching the footage later, like, I get the point, Sarah. Thanks for, thanks for narrating over all of that. Like, just based on that area, I'm, I'm so curious. Like, Knott's, how much, like, in a day do you spend on fog? <laughs> Oh my like, gosh. Yeah. What are your so fog juice good. prices? Like it's so, it's so worth it. Like, are you kidding? We should figure out how to ask them. Maybe we'll ask James. He might know someone that he can ask. Oh, how like, much fog juice do you use in an evening? We are reporting on your fog usage. <laughs> <laughs> your fog juicage. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna guys. It's getting late. We're getting a little loopy here. Sorry. <laughs> hey it's us <laughs> it's us yeah we're just being ourselves it's fine uh yeah it's amazing I don't know I, I feel like a lot of people that are listening to this has probably already been to not scary farm and you're just going like yeah you're right you're right it is really immersive <laughs> so I think we're probably all in agreement <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so you should check it out uh there are a handful of other Shows that we didn't make it to, uh, the shows we hit were the Haxons performances and Puppet Up. Didn't want to miss Puppet Up. There is a show called Conjurings, which is a magic show at Birdcage Theater. Um, what is it? Doce de la Noche? I think that's how it's pronounced. <laughs> I don't know. I've seen it in the past. That's like the DJs and dancers and really vibrant area at the Fiesta Village stage. That one's a lot of fun. Um, there's a show called Invitation to Terror that is a digital illusion horror show. I wish we had had the time, but we didn't. I know, because it sounds really cool. It says, which it's a digital illusion horror show, which tells the story of millionaire Tom Shackleford, who is set to unveil the secret project that he promises will change the world. Set in Calico, 1986, the year I was born. Guests are invited to de debut to the debut of Future Tron Future Tronics, the world's top technology creator. Latest oh, te latest technological advancement. I have no idea what it is. Someone's gonna have to tell me what that was, or I'm gonna have to see it when I go back this season because that yeah, sounds it's really cool. Put on by Future Tronics, I guess. So yeah, if you go and you have time to do it, let us know how it is. Yeah, and then Sarah, if you go back. Yeah, if out. I go back, I'll, I'll check it out. I don't know. It sounds awesome. But alas, there's only so many hours in the evening. Uh, Wicked Drums mm -hmm. was also, I read a friend's kind of review of it, that they said the drum the drummers there were like really amazing. The storyline they said was like a little, maybe a little confusing, but the drummers were like insanely good. And that's over in the Camp Snoopy Theater area. So fun, fun. There's way mm -hmm. too much to see. There's also way too much to eat and way too much to drink. So you're going to have to kind of game plan. Either you either have to game plan it really, really strictly and you still aren't going to see everything. Mm -hmm. Or you have to do kind of like a general idea of what you want to see like Ashley and I did, which worked out for us. And then just realize that you're not going to be able to eat all the good snacks and drink all the good drinks in the evening or see all the good shows. And honestly, check out our routing that we did because it worked out really well. It did. It actually did work out really well because I think a lot of people, when they hit not scary farm, they go straight to ghost town and then they turn past ghost rider to the left and hit those mazes. And it gets really crowded over there in that area. 
And it's like, okay, that makes sense. It's like the, the main, you know, scare zone. But yeah, go right. Go right. Yeah. And then you'll hit the brand new maze before it gets too crowded. And you'll get to catch like the stage show stuff if it's the Haxons or if it's a freak show or whatever is going on there is like right in the middle. And you kind of kind of get to pass it and enjoy it a couple times. It works out pretty well. So. Yeah. And definitely okay. check out, check out early in the season Sundays if you get a chance. Like we've gone every year and, you know, we lucked out this year of all the mazes. We only had two that weren't like a 15 minute. Yeah. So it's pretty good for GA pass, you know? And for and consider the Fright Lane pass if you're going to be going on a Friday or Saturday later in the season. If you're going in later October, um, you probably want to make the investment for the Fright Pass uh, if you are wanting to see all the mazes. So if you want to just kind of visit more of the shows and eat this, this treats and maybe catch one or two mazes, like you, you might be okay. But if you're trying to hit all eight of these, like definitely got to plan on spending a little more money. All right. Well, I think that wraps up Not Scary Farm. Yeah. Anything else to say? I think, I think we, I said, I think we said the it and more, more than <laughs> <laughs> you maybe even wanted to hear, but uh, coming up from us, let's see, we're going to be hitting a new haunt called Ventura County Fear Grounds. Ashley. Ashley knows a little bit more about that. Ashley, you want to say a little bit about that? Yeah, it's a it's a brand new haunt this year. Um, I guess I should have my notes prepared, but I didn't. Sorry, guys. Um, so from what I know about it, it is put on by a creative director that used to be a creative director for, I'm going to mess it up, but it was for Universal or not. So it was one of the big theme parks in the 90s. Um, so that alone, you know, they got industry cred right there. And um, it's in a few different installments. There are there are three different installments that all fit the narrative. I know that one of them involves a train. One's called the cage. And I can't remember what the other one's called, but it should all take an hour. And just based on what they had said about it, it sounds like the concept was brought to whichever park this guy worked for way back in the day and it was rejected like twice because they're like we can't do that so <laughs> so it's like well, i'm gonna do it anyway so that makes me like even more excited to do it because it sounds like there's a lot more um free creativity with the grounds that they have now yeah and i know that they had said that one of the grounds i think the second the second piece of the of the maze is they have full free use of the of the fairgrounds and including like the nursery where all the trees are and even though it's very timed out as you're going through and they're they know where you are as far as your small groups are concerned you're like lost wandering and sounds the like that's the some of like the big things they were touting and touting in the panel that you went to was like Exactly. It's going to feel like you're lost at the fair. Exactly. At a and fair. That sounds amazing. And they were just saying how with the location, you get a lot of natural spookiness, fog off the water. Like, it just sounds overall really eerie. And while it's a brand new um, event and we're not totally sure what to expect, I think it just sounds like it has, like, a lot of potential to be really amazing. Yeah. Um, so I'm really stoked about it. Yay. Yeah. Thank you for finding that for us. That was yeah. – uh, Ashley was working at Midsummer Screams, uh, Awaken the Spirits, and they had a panel there, and she made sure to check it out when I was uh, 
think I had to bail to go record the weekly creepy. <laughs> so <laughs> thanks for the job. <laughs> yeah, thanks for getting the intel for for us on that. Yeah. So and also coming up from us or that we'll be heading to is delusion, which now after going back to you know, we were talking about Creep LA earlier. This is something that's on that kind of same level as far as like immersion and storyline. And I am so pumped up and ready for it now. Yeah. I think we needed the little creep before delusion to like yeah. get us pumped and like prepare. Because us. I'm also a little scared. Yeah. <laughs> because we like, we, I think we've talked about this before, but we went to their more, well, I mean, his Crimson Queen was kind of horror, but Blue Blade was more adventure, like thriller adventure. And so people are like, oh, they're going back to their horror roots. And we were like, oh, I already thought it was kind of scary. So, I was already terrified. <laughs> what, what, what do you mean back to the horror roots? Because we are kind of newbies. We've only <laughs> been going a few years. So I'm scared. Yay. So we'll yeah. let you know if we – well, if we don't come back to the show, it's because we didn't survive delusion. Yeah. So yeah. buy in advance if if you never see us again. <laughs> report report it, our missing bodies to the event. Yeah. <laughs> and Pomona probably because that, that's where the event is. So our bodies will probably be in a basement of some scary mansion and possibly in a coffin. <laughs> possibly in a coffin because I've been in a coffin before. So. Possibly in a wall. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm so pumped, though. I'm so pumped. And I haven't gotten any spoilers because um, it already had its opening weekend. And I'm trying to stay away from it. I've seen some people even just get, like, really minor spoilers. And I'm like, nah, no. No, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I've seen some people post photos from going. And I'm like, I'm not even clicking on any photos. Yep. I don't want nope, to see. I'll look at it all after. So wish us luck, guys. And I guess that brings us to the end of the show. We rambled for a while. I don't think we rambled. We're just really pumped up. I mean, we're getting like into the nitty gritty of like haunt season. Like, you know, we're running on caffeine and. <laughs> you know, we're not even in October yet. We're like in it. <laughs> yeah, we're in it. It's not even October yet. <laughs> this is what we live for, though. This is like what I look forward to all year. So yeah. I'm, I'm pumped up, but I'm also like running on fumes already, which is a little scary. So anyway, thank you so much for joining us this evening and listening to the podcast. We're listening to the podcast version. And uh, if you like what we're doing, please make sure to like, subscribe, and share. Um, follow the Creepy Kingdom Podcast Network. And if you want to hear more about the Southern California region and what Ashley and I are doing at The Hot List, you can also follow us at the hot list really easy keep it simple for you guys so without um well make sure to wish us luck you know we <laughs> hope to return for a future episode if we have survived delusion and i hope all of you stay haunted until we see you again stay haunted guys bye This podcast has been a production of the Creepy Kingdom Podcast Network. Executive produced by James H. Carter II and Ryan Grulick. Visit creepykingdom.com to get access to all of our articles, videos, and podcasts. Join our Patreon for exclusive content. Patreon.com slash creepykingdom. 
Until next time, this is Hannah reminding you to keep it creepy. Ha, ha, ha.